global now. Bottle baby Gucci scroll up. Switch it up and I went global. Can't play around, I had to grow up. All right, we're back. Welcome back to the Buzz Pod. This is episode 10. I'm your host, Nico Blatchman. And today we have a special guest. Um, we're going to get right into it. He's our first ever professional player to come on the pod. He's a five year QMJHL alumni with 276 games played, a 2017 President's Cup champion, a 2015 six round pick to the National Hockey League. Joining us in the midst of his third pro season, LA Kings prospect, Ontario Reign forward, Bokanji Imama. Hey, what up? <laughs> thanks for coming on the pod, the first pro guy. I knew my time was coming. Yeah, it's about time. I'm happy that you were able, we were able to get you right in for the 10th, the double digits. Um, especially, I wanted you to be the first pro guy because, um, as a lot of people know, I talk about you on the pod. Um... Because of our friendship uh, that we've developed through hockey, um, so yeah, it's nice to have you on. And I want to get I want to get it started um, by saying by, by by talking about you, your background. Uh, you're originally from Congo, which is a non-traditional hockey background. Your parents moved to Montreal before you were born, right? You were born in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you were born in Montreal, and um, how was that like? Like being from Congo, and then. Now you you grow up in Montreal, but like in in your house it's still Congo, you know, because I've been to your house, right? So like yeah. in your house you got your culture, you got your family, oh, for sure. and then you go outside your house, and then it's like a completely different atmosphere being in Montreal. So like talk about that growing up. Yeah, right? for sure, man. I feel honestly like you don't. I don't know. You just feel that's how I grew up. Do you think that, like, that helped you, like, in certain situations, like, dealing with other kids, dealing with other stuff, or, like, you grew up in, in Montreal? Here, I find the kids growing up here, like, they grow up in hockey because they're from Canada. Yeah, yeah. And, and now you, like, your, your dad, did he know anything about hockey? No, he, he actually didn't know. My dad absolutely, like, didn't know. So how did you get into it? So, so pretty much, like, my dad, like, the first friend he made here... It, like the guy was, you know, French Canadian. Like, right, right. Like he was from Quebec. He, you know, so well, this guy he was a big Montreal Canadian fans, right? So and he he knew the story about my dad, like a guy coming in from Congo. So, anyways, like my my dad told him, yeah, like I have four girls, but you know, one boy, one boy, yeah, just one son. He's like, wow, like the guy was like, man, the Make him play hockey. Yeah, he has to play hockey. Yeah, the first thing <laughs> I can do. Like, oh, you got a son with two legs? Play <laughs> hockey. Oh, you have a son? Oh, you, you play hockey. Like, <laughs> like at this time, like it's like that's he, it. he was it like was just hockey. He was like, oh, there. I was actually trying to enroll him in school first. He's like, no, get him no, on the no, hockey no, team. No, 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 there was like, no, it was like straight like, yo, get him into hockey. Like that Montreal Canadiens at the time they were like way too like, yo, they were you know legends, you know. Yeah. So if you were a guy. You had to play hockey. Yeah. If you didn't play hockey, like you, like you didn't belong here. <laughs> yeah, straight up. So then, so then you started playing, and did you play for him, or did he find you a team? No. So basically, like my dad just did like his own research. Oh, he you started. Know? He got on the computer and started. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Just you know, I guess he was driving to like arenas and like asking the people inside, like, hey, like, 
you know, I have a son. Uh, I want to put him in the team. Like, how does it work? And they're like, all right, we got to do this and this. You know, buy some equipment. Some, yeah. Some skates. Yeah, know? he's got to learn how to play. Yeah. You know, like, but, you know, yeah, he's going to be with our, you know, the youngest kids do, like, whatever. How old were you? Oh, I was about, like, four years old. Oh, you were really five. Old. Four or five. Okay. Yeah, four or five years old. Yeah. And, bro, straight up, took me to the store, like, for the first time. Like, he didn't even know, like... Anything about... He probably got you the worst gear ever. No, actually, my, my gear was always, like... I was lucky. I was lucky to have, like, pretty, like, nice... Oh, gear. yeah? Yeah. I was lucky for that. But, like, he did, like, shoulder pads. He didn't know, he, like, you know, the shoulder pads, elbow pads. <laughs> like, he did... Oh, he forgot some equipment or what? No, no, the guy had to tell him. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. you need some of this, some of this. You know, <laughs> this, this, this. I thought you were gonna say you walked into practice, you were missing the shoulders <laughs> and the elbows. You just had the skates. <laughs> Your dad only got the skates and the stick. No, no, he just got me everything. Like actually, I think he even got me like some extra, some extra stuff that I didn't even need. <laughs> like skate guards. Yeah, like, shit that's like you don't need at that level. Like yeah, I just yeah, started. Yeah, he just started, but he just bought. I'm not gonna take it. my stick yeah. ever again. He just got it just in case, though. Just in case. So yeah, anyways, yeah, we then I go in for like my first skates ever. You know, was struggling and stuff. But like all all the other kids had their dad with them on the ice. Oh, and your dad didn't know how to skate. Hell no. <laughs> my dad hey, either. My pop was just sitting in the stands like and just like, you know, thumbs up from far, you know, hey, keep going, keep going. Like you know. Yeah, you it got was, it. It was like someone else, but everyone else it was like their own, you know, their own dad. That's well, awesome. My dad, my dad never went on the ice though. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither, man. I feel that. And did you realize that you were good? Like, 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 what age did you start playing for at the highest level? At what age did you start being, like, maybe a top player on your team? Man, like, compared to, like, other kids, like, pretty late. Right. Because hockey was the first sport for me. Mm-hmm. But then my, my dad added, like, football, baseball. Right, you were really good at football, right? Yeah, too, yeah. Yeah, I, I heard that you were yeah, really good. Yeah, like, every sport, so I was, like, always, like... Yeah, you're an athlete. Yeah, I was, yeah. So, you know, obviously, and I, and I loved it. If, you, if you've never seen what this guy right in front of me looks like, then, then you have no idea what we're talking about. But if you've seen what he looks like, then you'd be like, yeah, yeah, he's an athlete. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, so hockey just, like, kicked off when, like, people were actually talking about me. Right. You know? And what like, age would you say that was at? So that was when I was, like. 13, 14. Okay. You start start to feel like special. Right, right. When you start, when other people start talking about you, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. So, but in in football too though, and then in football too, but it was not like as big. Right. Let's say, you know. Because you're in Montreal. Yeah, it's football. If you were in Florida, it would have been the opposite. Yeah, 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 exactly. It would have been different. But Montreal, like, you know, the leagues, like, doesn't get that much, like, credit, let's say, you know. Yeah. But with hockey... In Montreal, and then people start talking about you. It's different. Yeah. So when you start to like get that attention, that like gives like more motivation. Not motivation, but like more importance to it. Like you do it. You know, you're like okay. Like whoa, I'm actually good. This might take me somewhere. Yeah, I should focus on this. Yeah. So you, so you know, you just. I was starting to be like, oh shit, but I was still playing football. Right. But like. I don't know. It just happened like. But so you were naturally. thinking more about hockey now. Yeah, it's yeah. It's start. I started to think more about hockey when like I felt that way. 
So when I was like 14, like you start playing midget, right? Right. You're around that age. And like, you know, at, at this point, like guys are like fully, you know, they know like they all want to try to make it to the NHL. Right. You know, and and the, in me, that's when I was taking a decision to be like, okay, I'm ready for this now. Like, so now, so now did you, did that, is that when you stopped playing football? Exactly. When I you was, were 14? Yeah. When I was four, yeah, 14, 15. Going into midgets. I was actually maybe 15. Okay. Yeah. Going into, when you were 15, so you were going into your Q draft year pretty exactly. much. Exactly. When it's, you quit. It, that's when I quit. It was that summer. Before your draft year. Yeah. And so did you know summer. about the Q? Like what, when did you find so out about the Q? When I found out about the Q is when we're in tryouts to make major AAA. That's when you found out about it. Yeah, that's when I found out about it. Like, well, like, I knew I, I knew it a little bit younger because it was a team in Montreal. They just moved in that not now it's Blainville, but at first it, there was Jun, Junior de Maria. Oh, really? Yeah, here it was in the like close to La Salle. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they actually had a much like it was in, in the, the city. Q. Yeah, it was a Q team oh. in the city. Okay, I didn't know. I, I think it lasted like three year, three season mm-hmm. or some shit. Uh, so anyway, so obviously like. We were like the minor team, like so we we're getting like free tickets. Oh, so you were going to the Q games? Yeah, I was going to some Q games, but I didn't know that like that level was coming that quick. Right, you were like watching it like an NHL game, like oh maybe in a thousand years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yo, when you're 13, it's like a show. Yeah, yeah, let's, it let's is. be honest. No, like show, 100%. you know, like there's people, there's a crowd. Any, it, I feel like when you're when when you're playing like AAA. Like, I mean, like, uh, Midget or Bantam or anything younger. Like, any game that people pay tickets for, you're, like, impressed and you want to be there. You know what I mean? Because at that age, it's just, like, your your mom and dad in the stands. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, like, that transition. That's when you start, like, you know, realizing that, like, yo, people actually care about that game, you know? Yeah. People are going to pay to see me, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. So, then, so, now, you're going into your Midget year... You you put football to a side because the Q draft is coming and like you've decided to go all in um, on hockey. So what's your midget year like now? So you had a you had a good summer, I'm assuming, and then you go into your midget year. Um, uh, what what kind of year did you have there? So so man, so the same summer that I quit it because before I didn't do like uh, off season workouts. Mm-hmm. No, for I, I didn't train. Right. So, like, in the, when it was the off-season, I was playing football. Okay. That, that was my off-season. It was just playing football. Right. While other kids were, like, actually training for hockey. So, that, so going into midget, knowing that the Q-Jack was coming. That's what you changed. Yeah. That's when, that, that was my first year that I was just training for hockey. Okay. So, I was like, and I was like, wow, like, this is amazing. Like, I've been missing out on this. Like, going on the, on the ice for, like, those, those skill sessions, then you go train, then you do, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm like, wow, okay, like, I'm getting myself better, like. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, and you, you're building, you're building your confidence in your head knowing that you're getting better. Exactly. Okay, so, so then, and then, then you go on, okay, keep going. Yeah, so, that, so that's when, that's when I started thinking about the Q drive because there were some other kids that they were already playing in the Q and they were already, like, or they were playing in the A or, like, in the NHL. So that's how I learned more about, like, my path. That's when I was like, okay, so I, I, I knew the steps to take, let's say. Right, like, you saw people go to the Q and then go to the A and then go to the show. Exactly, and, you know, I was in the same gym as them. So we are like, a group in the summer. Right. And I I was interested, you know, and uh, 
I was asking, asking guys, like, question, like, yo, like, so how it is, like, how's the queue, like, like, where you at now, like, yeah, how, how you need to get in the NHL, like, you know, how does it work, pretty much, you know, so, you know, guys would just tell me, yeah, like, you know, you play, and then uh, you have your draft here, you know. It's explaining to you the process, yeah, because you're much. from a non-traditional hockey background. Yeah, exactly, so pretty much, just explaining to me, like, the process. And my, I didn't have, like, my dad to tell me when I was way younger. Exactly. Because he didn't even know himself. Right. You know? We were just, like, we were just going with the flow. Yeah. Yo, that's what my, my life meant. We were just going with the flow. Like, just, I, like, let's do it. Let's try to make it, you know? Just everywhere you go. But you had no idea how. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But everywhere you go, just kill it. Yeah. That's what my dad just told me. Everywhere you go, just kill it. Just make sure people know, like, yo, Boko's here. Yeah, it's like your whole life. 100%. That's a good way to live it. Yeah, that's how you, that's how you gotta be your whole life. Like, my dad coming here, it's a big risk. So, what do you think you have to do? Yeah, go he, all he, out. Yeah, he didn't know how it works in Canada. Like, it's not the same. So, he, he just made sure every chance he got to, like, you know, be someone. He, he, he took it. Yeah. So, so you go into your midget year, and, and, and what kind of season did you have, like, on the ice? Did you have a good year? Would you say, like, a better so, year, your best so, year? Did you feel better? So, yeah. So, in midget, that's when you start, like, that's when you start realizing how much, like, hockey is, like, kind of, like, a business, too, now. Right. You know, like, you know, like, the way the line, yo, minor hockey, like, there was, like, what, two two lines and a half? Everyone was playing 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, but now in midget. Four. Then, no. Well, not for me. I, I'm lucky I, I was never at that place. But I saw some guys, like, starting at that, at that age. Oh, okay, I understand. You did have fourth line, four lines, but you weren't on the fourth line. That's what you're saying. Exactly. But you did have four lines. Yeah, yeah. And you saw guys, like, yeah. barely getting minutes already exactly. in midget. Exactly. But yeah. I was lucky. I was top six. So <laughs> no. I, I, not time. me. <laughs> I was that guy that you feel bad for. <laughs> nah, so you were so so you were top six in, in, over there in midget, and 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 how how did you uh, how did your year turn out? Yeah, so I did pretty good. Like, didn't put put up like crazy stats, but like you know, like you know, good enough for like. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask so, you. What kind of player were you before junior? Yeah, like, I would just honestly, I would just like, like I was yeah, I was like putting up like you know numbers like more often. Yeah, yeah, putting out numbers more often, but more you were often. still, you were st- like, you, I, I'd imagine you were still a physical player. Oh, always, man. Since minor, like, f- you know, like being physical, that that's just what you your whole your whole life. You know, it's also like growing up with four sisters. Yeah, like you know the tough love from my dad. Like he made sure that like. That you were a man. Yeah, he made sure I'm a, I'm a man straight up. He made sure that his girls were girls and that his man was a man. Yeah, straight up. So then, after your midget year, you get drafted fourth round to Bakemo. Um, and, and usually fourth rounders in the queue do not make the team their 16-year-old year. But you did. So talk to me about, like, going into your first queue camp. You're drafted. You're feeling good. Like, going into your first queue camp. What are your expectations? Um, did you, was your goal to make the team? What were you thinking? Like, that type of stuff. And how did so, you play? So that's actually a good question because that that was like the turning point as like me as a player. It was my first year in the queue. That was the turning point. 
You know, that's how I learned that, like, yo, I'm that guy. I'm playing that way. And, yo, that's my, like, that's what I do. Right, but did you did you know that but, before the camp? No, I didn't know that. Because in midget, like I said, I was still, like, a top six player. And, like, right. you know, that's it. Like, there's no fighting. You play with a cage and you're trying to win games. 100%. And in the queue, you're going to the league. There's, like, fightings. Like, there's this, there's that. You know, you play with a visor. All that stuff, you know, like, like it's physical, dude. Right. You know, so yeah. So I go there as a 16. I was a fir- fourth rounder, and there was like, I think they drafted like four guys in the first round. Wow. So maybe three in the first and like one in the second. And they were all 16, like me. And I think at the time, like, you didn't, you couldn't have like more than like a certain amount of like 16 year old. Okay. I think it was like five. Okay. And there was a few coming in, and, and they were drafted before me. So I was like, damn. Like, and at this point, I don't want to go back to midget. Right. Like, I'm there. I'm in junior. Like, yeah. I'm do it. Yeah. Like, those are the games that I was watching, like, back in the days, you know? Like. This I, is my shot. Yeah, that is still someone's spot. Yeah. So, you know, being at the camp, and I would just, yo, the camp was going so well for me. Like, like I still have, like, a, a little, like, skill side of my game. You know, showing some good, you know, making some good plays. But also, I was never scared to fight. So did you fight at the camp? I fought at the camp. How many times? Once? Like once. And like before the game, like the coach can't come in and just like, hey, like, like every 16-year-old, like you guys can't fight. I don't want a 16-year-old to drop his glove. So like he was talking to the vets, like make sure you're there for the 16-year-old. Because he knows it's like our first year. Yeah. Coming into a league where you're first junior camp, yeah, he knows our first junior first camp. time going on the ice where you're allowed to fight. Exactly, he, yeah. so he knows it. So he's trying to protect us. Yeah, so that's what he says. So my first game, dropped the gloves, middle ice, and it was my first fight ever, and I was acting like I did it like fifty times in my life. So you won before, yeah, and I was not like you know like usually like see like guys they fight for the first time they're like all over the place and just like yeah bad form yeah Yeah, like just not looking good yeah not looking good hoping to not get knocked out yeah just just being a mess but me like at that point I watched like a couple of hockey fights already right so I don't know like I kind of knew like I I needed to do it I kind of knew that I was going to do it let's say you know what you said about like what just now about like you knew you were going to do it and like the fact that you did it, the thing about fighting, it, it, the thing about fighting, I find is that when you're allowed to fight now, when you do that transition from minor hockey to junior hockey, um, it's just like a new little thing that you are allowed to, that you can, you have the option of yeah. adding to your game or not. But it's not going to take away from your game ever the fact that you're able to drop the mitts. It's it's an advantage that you add oh, to your sure. game for that sure. you're allowed to add for once sure. you hit that age. So, so I'm happy you're saying this because, you know, like I was saying, you know, there was three guys like drafted in the first round. Right. But I knew there was not room for like all of us that was, you know, drafted going into the camp. So I'm like, yo, if I'm adding this, if I'm being like this too. Like, it's more a reason for them to, like, keep me. Right. It's something that you have yeah. that they don't. Exactly. So, I was like, yo, those guys, like, they're not going to go on the fourth line. What are they going to do on the fourth line? Nothing. No, because I kind of saw, like, what happened when I was a midget, how it was kind of working. 
So I, I got a new out the fourth line, like you need like some big boys, some guys that will do like some dirty work. There's roles. And exactly. I, and I was like, yo, I'm so ready to do it. Like I'll do it on the fourth line. Like I, I didn't want to go back to midget. Yeah. Like I wanted to play junior right away, be with like some you know older guys, yeah, older guys, pro you know, stage. closer yeah, closer yeah. to the pros and all that stuff. So that's what I brought at Canby. That's what I fought my first game. After the coach was like, There's no sixteen year old. That's why I showed that like this side of me like right away right so bro then boom like i felt like i made the team before the, the guys that were coming in first round yeah like i, I felt like yo they i just felt it that they just gave me my spot 100 percent. like they were especially everyone. especially because for those people that don't know that are listening for that don't know about the qmjhl and about bakemo's history is bakemo is a is known as a tough organization as exactly. a tough team and especially at that time your 16 year old year that yeah. was their toughest that was one of their toughest teams ever, ever. in the league like, history we were like four guys that was doing it and then there's me coming in as a 16 year old that was down to do it as that well. That was down to do it as well and, like, looking up to, like, those big guys. Like, so, like, five fighters on one team. Uh, let's say three that was fighting, like, every other games and, like... Oh, because there was no fight rule. There was no fight rule. But there was always, like, three that would get, like, 18 to, like, 25, you know? Wow. A season. And then the, the two others, they were just, like... There was not a threat to do it, but they were there too. Like yeah, they were getting like eight, which is a yeah. lot nowadays. Is, yeah. is is almost a max. Ten is a max. Yeah. So yeah, eight year old. Yeah. Wow. You find a lot. Yeah. That's crazy. So then, so then, once you got your once you got your spot on the team as a sixteen year old, then you went in there and your role was to be a fourth line guy, um, pretty much like. Uh, way different than your role in 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 um uh, in minor hockey, but. Did you did, would you say would you say you lost your confidence playing on the fourth line in the queue or you gained your confidence because you were playing in the queue now as a sixteen year old? As a sixteen year old, it's like I I don't think I lost my confidence because I was like, you know, you're sixteen. You're like, yeah. you know what? Like next year, you know, I, I'm gonna make sure I move on. You know, right, right. Like I'm and I'm playing more. And the year after, more. I'll be eighteen. You know, a third year guy. Yeah. We're gonna go on the PP, like, you know, all that stuff. So I didn't lose my confidence, but at the same time, I was doing my Fortnite role like so well. Right. So well in that I got so much respect from it. And I was just 16 year old and like guys were like Right, know, they knew who you were. Yeah, you were they doing knew your job were, well yeah. and they respected it. Yeah, and I you know, I felt like a lot of you know, that I gained a lot of respect for it. And it kinda like it just it stuck with me, right? You know, it made, it made you who you are. It made it made you it made your role exactly. So that was like the turning point. Man, that's <clears throat> that's that's uh that's great to hear. That's a great mindset that you had as a sixteen year old because I know I know there's like there's two ways to go with it, right? So like when you're playing so much and you have such a big role, and then you go to a higher league, and then your role minimizes by so much. A lot of people take it like there's two ways you can take it. You can take it like. Uh, like you take it, which is the reality, which is like, hey, I'm a rookie. Like this is what rookies do, and this is what everybody goes through when they're a rookie. Or there's people that don't think that way and go, hey, like you know, like fuck, you know, like I was playing way more before. Like this sucks and well, all that. Well, man, that's kind of true. I don't know, man. I don't think one 
one one way is better than the other because at the same time, the guy that don't accept it, it's it just a guy that believes like so much in himself. He he wants like he wants like he expects more for himself. Yeah, he expects more. Yeah, for that's himself. true. So I don't think it's a bad thing too. No, I too. think I think a healthy mix is good. Yeah, a healthy mix is good, but so but a guy that like just accepted though and like just rolling with it, I think is good too because that guy is like yo like. I'm not worried. Like, I'm going to take it step by step, but, like, I know I'll be there. Right. Like, I, I mean, I, I've always played, like, that fourth, lo- fourth line role, so, like, I, I can relate to, like, your 16-year. Um, but And, like, as a, as a teammate, I can always say, like, there's, there's, there's two types of players, right? There's a player that you can see all the time when they're not happy, like, yeah. where they yeah. are. Yeah. And then there's a type of player that you can see that he's a great teammate and he's just, like, there for the boys and, and he's, he's doing what he's got to do. And, like... And I know that you're that guy, that second guy, and like I know that all teammates appreciate that guy way more over the guy who's like, let's say, showing his unhappiness. Yeah, and that's why, and that's why I think that's why I have a good relationship with like, seriously, like all of my teammates. Right. You know, they know what to expect. Like, for me, like they know I'm, you know, I'm chill with everyone. Like I'm cool. You know, I ain't worried. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's. I think it's nice, like, to have like. Just someone like smooth like that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they're not for the boys. They're not do anything like hundred percent. Every other team, like anytime, anytime I need help, I call Bakanji. Yeah, like <laughs> ev- everybody knows, like I have their back, you know. Right, and and so and so you go into junior, you're sixteen, you play your role, then now you're seventeen, you got a bigger role in in Bakemo, and now you get traded to uh, the St. John Sea Dogs, and and um, for those who don't know, there's two. Um, or there's many, I think there's, I don't know how many divisions, I should know how many divisions there are in the queue, but there's like a French side and, a, and an English side, right? Maritimes. Mar- okay, so there's the Maritimes and then the French part of the league, and Bakemo's in the French part of the league, and your first language is French, because your family's from Congo and they speak French there, right? Yeah. So, how, what was it like, like now, now you get traded to St. John, so now it's really a business, right? Like, you just got traded, you're 18 now, I believe, yeah. and um, you're going to a place where it's uh, mainly English. English and uh, I don't know if you were speaking a lot of English then or were you uh, a little bit but I was pretty bad though you were pretty bad at English yeah. so you go to St. John and like what's that like like now you've been in the league like you're a vet but this is a whole new team whole new group of guys everything like yeah. what's it like going into that so and so going into St. John so 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 actually St. John they traded for me like your first rounder and a second rounder. Wow. So, and I was never the guy that put up stats in the queue right. until my last year, you know? Yeah. But, like, the fact that, like, the team was paying that much for, like, a role player like me, it, like, gave me, like, a pretty good spotlight, I felt like. And a lot of pressure. Right. Because now I had to prove that, like, yo, like, you guys did good to, like, get me. But also, if you had any doubts in your game, it's like, damn. I'm good. I just got traded for first and the second. Exactly. Because like I said, like two years before when I was, I remember being nervous trying to make the team as a 16 year old because it was three first rounders. Yeah. You know, but now I felt like I was like the. Well, yeah, you, you upped your status, right? You were a fourth rounder. Now you just got traded for a first and a second. Yeah. So like, you're like, yo, like, you know, I did what I had to do there. Yeah. I'm there. And I remember as a 16, I remember I was thinking like this, like, all right, now I'm 16. I'll I'll take what I have now, but I'm like, yo, when I'm going to be like 
an older guy in the league, like I want more. Yeah. And now you were getting it. Yeah, and now I was like kinda like getting it. So I was like, okay, like that's my time. And you know, in St. John, like you, well, you know, all the guys that were there, you were there with us, all those prospects, like Shabbat, Shabby, Nosey, Joe's, Valino. He was not there yet, but like Smallman, Highmore, Smallman, Highmore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> everyone on the team. Like, Dover, Dover. Like I, man, I should have said Dover like way before, but anyways, Dover. Like that, all those guys. So there was a there were scouts in in every game. But me, I was seventeen. I didn't get drafted, but now I was going to a team now. There's a lot of drafted guys. There's a lot of like guys to, to draft. They were not drafted yet when I got there. Mm. So they were always like on those guys. A lot of NHL attention. Yeah, exactly. So now I was in that mix too. And I went there and I just did what I do. Like, you know, playing my game, you know, chipping in offensively, but also like playing a heavy game. Now this time I was fighting way more too. Like, kind of like, what, 17 that year? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, you were fighting like pretty much. You know, once every what? Three games. Uh, four games. Yeah, like three, four games. Yeah, which is still pretty. It's, yeah, it's yeah, good. it's a lot. It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. It's like, it's like what? Four a month? No, three a month. It's a lot, dude. Four until uh, every month. three, four games is a lot. Yeah. So, so you know, so they, you know, they were like, oh, so I, I actually impressed like, you know, a lot of teams by playing that way, you know. And but you know at first they were not even there for me. They right, wanted to watch the other guys, guys, but yeah. they saw me. But you took your opportunity. Yeah, I took my chance. And just about that told me like, whatever you do, you do. Hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> percent. So then and I got drafted that year as a you know overage, not overage year, as a second year, second year eligibility. Yeah, which exactly. isn't it, which doesn't happen often. If you were drafted sixth round to Tampa Bay Lightning, and then um, you ended up going. Then your nineteen year is a year that. We, we got to play together, which was an unbelievable year. And then your final year, which was your best year, where you put up 41 goals and 14 apples for, uh, I think that adds up to like 55 points. Yeah, 55 points and 105 pims. So that's an unbelievable season. You guys went on to win the President's Cup, which is the QMJHL. You won the whole league and went on to the Memorial Cup where you played four games and got a goal and two assists. And then I believe it was after that that you got traded to L.A. and then signed with L.A., right? Yeah, right after, yeah. So now how are you feeling? Like, compare this, like, compare you now to, like, the 16-year-old you. Like, you've basically executed your plan. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yo, at 16, you're like, yo, am I even going to get drafted? Like, that's you just worrying about getting drafted. You're just worrying about making the team in yeah, the queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For us, you're just worrying about making the team, like the queue team. And then once you're there, like okay, let's see. Let's yeah. see. Like I want to get drafted now. You're right. So now you're you know? drafted, and you, and you get and 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 you went to Tampa, and you even played a preseason game and scored everything. But it turns out they trade you for a seventh round pick. And it was the last day, I believe it was the last day before the signing, like, um, uh, thing, cl- the signing window closed. And then L.A. signed you, like, the last day. Yeah, we had, like, not even 24 hours, like, to 
So what was that like? Because, like, you were probably nervous because you hadn't signed yet and you were still with Tampa. Yeah, yeah. So I got traded, like, a day or two before, like, the, you know, the... The window closed. Yeah. So, so those few days before I get traded, like, it was, those days were so long, like... Yeah, eh? trying to figure it out. Everybody was signing. Yeah, right? everybody was no, everybody was done signing. You know. Yeah. And I was like, man, there's like three days now. And if you don't sign, that's it. Yeah, like there's three days. Like if I don't sign, like oh, it's a whole nother process. You know, going back to the draft and this and that. Like, so yeah. So when I got traded, I was relieved because I knew like Tampa wasn't gonna sign it. Well, at least there was a team going to sign me. Yeah, because they traded for you right now. Exactly. They trade trade for me at this point. So, next thing you know, we get a call right after I get traded. And, you know, they were just pretty much like, yeah, we're sending you, like, your contract. Wow. Like, what you're going to sign tomorrow. So, at least that night, I was like, all right, like, I went to bed knowing that, like, okay, like, wow, I'm going somewhere to, you know, have a chance to play pro and blah, blah, blah. So... Actually, I actually didn't see that night, though. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have either. I wouldn't have either. You got the contract on your way. And it was, like, r- summer. Oh, man. Like, it was straight into summer. Like, I just wanted to get it done, have a good summer, and, like, go there. Right. So, you lit up your last year of junior. You had 41 goals. And now you go into your first year of pro, and you you had one point in your first year, an, an, an apple, and I know you had a couple tilts. I didn't write down how many. But talk to talk to me about, like, the, the transition from junior to pro, the mental aspect and the physical aspect and, and the adjustments that you had to make. Because I know you before, before pro, and you had terrible eating habits. And I know you now, <laughs> and I know that you have great eating habits. So I know that that was an adjustment that you made when you became a pro um, what are other little things that you adjusted and what are other little things that like, like, yeah, just talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm actually happy you're asking that, but so, you know, yeah. So I finished my last junior with 41 goals, you know, always I was happy, you know, like, you know, I was proud of myself and like, you know, I knew I killed it and, and we won. Right. And we won. And you were a big part of it. You were an assistant captain. Exactly. I was, you know, a big part of it. And, you know, so obviously I was so happy, but I knew that, like, I was not going to score for, be a 41 goal scorer in, in pro. pro hockey. Right, right. I knew. Right. I, knew I knew I was not going to play pro and just put out 40. Right. Like, I knew not. But also, like, also, you, you, also, yeah. Also, I just got forty-one goals. So yeah, no, I, I, I was going to say, I'm like, also, I didn't want to have no goals. Right, right. You know, right. I, I just wanted like a fair amount. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you still want to do good. Yeah, you, you still know? wanted like one at least. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, what's that transition like? Because, I mean, you... you I yeah, mean, no, but it just... So, you know, going there and, like, you know, so I had to go back to my 16-year-old role. Right. You know, because I knew I was not... I was not going to be the guy... Like, You're a rookie again. Yeah, I was not, I was not like, the bomb guy on the, on the, the power play with, uh, 
you know, all the boys anymore. Right. Mind you, I was going to be a rookie, you know, grind it out, you know, show, like, who I am, like, make a name for myself before, you know. It's basically I'm starting gonna... over again, like, yeah. what you did in junior, just recreating yeah, but, the process yeah, in but a professional. In a, yeah, but in a higher level, though. Right, right, right. Like, now there's, like, money involved and, like. It's a business now. It's a, yeah, a now real it's a business, business like, yeah. So, like, it's an investment that, like, a team, like, makes on you. Right. You know? So, that's when you learn, like, just how to be, like, a pro. You know, you have guys on your team that are, they're married, like, they have kids. That's like, crazy. You know, it's like, it's it's a job now. Like, it's, yeah. it's a job. It's like, it's a business. Right. So, that, man, that's just how, like, you you, know, you actually learn so much. I learned so much. Like, so, like, like, what would you say? Like, what would you, what would you tell your rookie self now that you learned? Like, what's the biggest thing that you would be able to give your rookie self? You know, it just, it just like to be a good pro, to be like all business, you know, to make sure whenever like, whatever it's in relation with hockey, whatever it's like hockey, you just, all right, like. This is my job. Yeah. That's your job. Dial in now. Right. You know, like. So you just learn how to be a bro, like, and bro, you got to take care of yourself. Like you're being a man now, like you're living on your own. Like you don't have like, you, yo, you got to make your own food, clean your stuff. Yeah. Like do your own groceries. No, you got to be a man. Right. You know, like you're on your own. So, so did you enjoy that process? Oh man, love it. Especially for you, I wanted to ask, especially for a guy like you that his background is from Congo and then grew up in Montreal in the snow and, and, and bad weather and all that. And now you're going to play pro in Los Angeles. Bro, so not only... Wait, okay, wait. But why are you talking about Montreal like it's shitty like that? No, no, no. It's, it's not like, shitty. Oh, wait, wait. I, before... No, like, no, 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 no. I just want to say I love bad Montreal. Weather. I live here no, and I, I, I love... City. Yo, don't listen. No, no, no. This is a great city. I love it here. But weather-wise, okay, Yo, compared to LA... Like compared okay. to LA, all right? So... Like, now it's like a culture shock a bit to you, no? Oh, for sure it is. But there's some sides in Montreal that I will see in L.A. Right. Like, being in downtown L.A., obviously, like, okay, it's it's downtown L.A., but, you know, I've seen downtown Montreal before, so I'm just like, okay. It's like Montreal, but bigger. Yeah, I feel you. You know, but obviously it's L.A., so there's a lot of, like, stuff that you enjoy. Like, palm trees, like, nice weather. Yeah, 100%. Those crazy sunset. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I just the can't even side. imagine, like, like for you just living there all year round, a guy that grew up, like, in the snow, you know, because I'm the opposite. I did the opposite of you, right? Yeah. I grew up in Miami, Miami and yeah. now I moved here, right? So yeah. it's like we did the opposite. So I just want to know your aspect. But I actually want to get back to you because I want to know what it was like your first billet ever. Because, like, because, like, dude. You think about a billet. You think about a billet, and you think about what the team tells them when a when a when a player is coming to them. Yeah. This is what they say: You're getting a 16 year old player that's gonna play for Bakemo. Is that okay with you? They're like, Yeah, sure. We'll take a little 16 year old boy. And then Bokanji Imama shows up, and they're like, Yo, what's going on here? Like he's a grown. Man. Yeah. Like, hey, I got a daughter. <laughs> like get that grown man out of my door. Like. Yeah. So like what? Like what? Like you know what I mean? Like 
Because I, I I know that like if I'm a billet and they tell me they got a 60 year old kid coming and you show up at my door, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> but honestly though, <laughs> you're so funny at telling me this because bro, a week before I leave, like that's what people were like talking to me about. <laughs> like my friends, you know, like, you know, they always make jokes about me like that, how big I was and like everybody was making fun of me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So they're like, yo, they're going to see you. Like, they're going to be so scared. Oh, they're going to, you know, like, you ain't getting in. Like, <laughs> they were just playing around, though. So anyways, so I was kind of nervous. So I was like, man, like, I don't want it to be, like, awkward. Like, <laughs> they have, like, a big reaction when they see me. But I'm pretty sure the team, like, kind of, like, pretty much like you said, like, they... You know, they let them know maybe who was coming. I think maybe well, they just well, kind of sent them a picture. Yeah, well, for sure, for sure they followed the draft. Like, okay. They're all fans over there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They followed true. the draft, and they were putting, like, pictures of us, video of us. Right. And so The guys sure. that got you were probably like, I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want that <laughs> So, so when, so yeah, so I was nervous, right? So, anyways, I knock on the door, bro, for the first time. Knock on the door with all my stuff, my hockey bag, my suitcases. Knock on the door, I'm like, hey, like, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna live here. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna live here. <laughs> you know, you never, you don't even know who are those people. Yeah, know? that's crazy. And they're like, ah, yeah, there's your room. And like, you go to your room and there's like already pictures of you. <laughs> you're like oh like okay like that's it like that's this is my rules yeah you know there's that stuff with my name on it already like go to take a pee like there's your name on the door like oh my god that's stuff. Awesome. I was like oh alright that's actually my house <laughs> I guess that's my house and so you had a, you had a good billets there in, in Bacon oh, my first billet was amazing so I was like I was in the basement so I had like just want like a big room, at, at, like with a TV in it. Like there was everything. Like downstairs, there was like a little playroom with a net because I have kids that were playing hockey. Oh wow! So I could play hockey with the kids. You know, I, I had like my, you know, my own bed, like my own, my own fridge, like filled with like water and like gator. Like I had my whole, my own setup. Yeah, that's awesome. And they really hooked you up. Yeah, they hooked me up big time. And they, yo, they actually made it so easy. They were so nice people. Like, I talk to them, yo, to this day, bro. Oh, yeah? You keep in yeah, touch? Yeah, I keep in touch. Like, every time it's her birthday, I make sure I tell her, like, hey, happy birthday. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, I just wanted to get back to that because I, I remember that I had that question and it just came back to me. But we're talking about your first year pro. So then now you go back. Now it's your second year pro. Um, you put up six points, three goals, three assists. So you got your goal. Um, and then at the, at the end of your season, you go down to the East coast, um, for, for the, for the last like 10, 10 games of the year. Um, talk to me about like what that was like. Cause now like you go back to the A. So now obviously in the summer you grinded like an animal. I was here with you and you're going back to your second year pro with, uh, with, with, with higher expectations for yourself. Yeah, right. Cause now you're a vet. Yeah, well, you're your second year guy. Yeah, second year guy. So you you, you want to do good though, like right. So, so yeah, like obviously, like you said, I was you know I was going there to kill it, you know, and you know obviously there were some improvements, you know I was getting better at my role, you know putting 
had what five more points. I'd say it was, it was still not enough though. Right, but it's a big and, improvement, and that's how I felt. So I think it just big, it just built, and, and you know that year I got sent down like towards the end of the year, like in the coast, you know. Right, and you, so, and you got a couple points there. Yeah, yeah, but that's when I realized that like, yo, like, hey, you gotta, you gotta do something there, like, yo, you gotta, you gotta show that like, you gotta. Make sure you play every night and you're doing something right. Yeah. You no, know, you gotta You gotta like, do what you gotta do to stick up there. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, like be good. You know, every night. Right. Like be a difference. Like make a difference. It woke you up a bit. It woke me up. You know, it woke me up. So that summer, I took like it was my first time taking like a full month off. And it's, and you know, I used to just take two weeks off, man. Right. And straight back at it. But this time I just took my time. And just took my time. Like they didn't do nothing for like a full month. Right. And when I got back though, I didn't I didn't go back fully. I was just going back like just nice and easy, nice and slowly. Yeah. And then like when like July, obviously yeah. that's when you go like Yeah, I mean we were in the gym every free. single day. But anyways, so let me just finish real quick. So, yeah. So, I go back in the summer, and I, I was just sitting on, on it for, like, a full month of what happened that year. You know? Yeah. Like just letting I, it build up. Yeah. I just build up for, like, a full month. Not doing shit. Just thinking about, like, me. And, yeah, when I started to get back to it, I'm like, yeah. Like, I just... That's when I started getting clean, actually. All right. I was like, yo... Like, go all in, like, yeah. just do, do everything right. Like, do everything you can. Right. Absolutely. That's the right mindset to have. And so then you change what, your no, eating. I change it, man. My eating, you know, go to bed earlier, like, all that little stuff. And it helped your game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, mentally, too. I feel so much better, like, going into practice. Yeah. You know you're ready. Stuff. You know yeah. you did what you had to yeah, do to doing, be ready. Yeah. Doing all that stuff. Yeah. I know I slept good, ate good, like, you know. 100%. And then, then you go into your third year now. You're going, you're, you're, you're back in the A, and, um, and, and, and you, you got your first point right away, your first game. First game of the year, right? Yeah. First game of the year, you got your first point, and then, um, and then uh, you got a couple more apples, and then I come to visit you. I give you the good pep talk. I give you a little, I sprinkle a little magic dust on you, and then you get your first goal of the year, and then now you're at the point where you're at 10 points mid-season, you're, you're at your career high in points in your third year, you've elevated your game every single year in the year, you started with one point, then your second year you hit six points, adding another six points in the coast, and then now you got one goal and nine apples for 10 points. Um, in the A, you're, uh, you're, 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 you're starting to gain a bigger role on your team. Um, you're a third-year guy now, and, and, and you have a great feel for the league. You're respected. Uh, I mean, from, from what I saw at the, at the games that I went to watch you, you know, you're a, you're a respected, tough guy in the league um, to the point where, like, you know, not a lot of people would go you, and those who would are, are, are other respected, tough guys. So talk about, like, the, the, the biggest difference between, like, not even the biggest difference between your first year and your third year, but just how you feel now uh, uh, in the league. All right, first of all, let me say this. Like, I don't appreci appreciate you 
talking about my stats like that. <laughs> I don't I don't like that. Why you gotta why you gotta say like the exact number? Alright, alright, ten points. One, six, <laughs> six, six, six. Yo, bro. Those Dude, are I'm a stat machine, bro. No, it's, a, it's a podcast. No, we gotta machine. get the stats out. No, this is no machine. You count it with your fingers. <laughs> that ain't no machine, bro. You want you so, want to see bad stats? No, it's fine. No, check it's fine. mine. Check mine. <laughs> no, no bro. You want to have a laugh after the pod? <laughs> check my stats, bro. Then you no, fucking laugh no, it off. First of all, just don't expose it. Just say, all right, like you know, you're picking it up. All right, yeah, all you're right. picking it up. You're picking all it up. All right, so. So yeah, no, honestly, I feel good. Uh, you know, I feel like you know I'm starting to get a little bit known. Like people, like obviously after in your third year, like guys know what you do, you know, and like you know you're ready to do it like anytime, right? You know, like whatever it is, like big hits or you know standing up, you know, for a teammate or you know sparking things up, like. You know, they know I'm about it, but, you know, they know I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm, I'm trying to be a hockey player, too, like, trying to make plays and, like, participate in, like, the team, like, you know, success. Right, and that's something I want to ask you about, because as a guy that, that fought a lot in junior, now I can't because I'm in university, but, like, how do you balance, let's say, like, you, let's say, like, I know, I know how it works, so, like, I know, I know you have a couple teams in your league that, like, you know when you're playing them, you're probably going to fight this guy, or, or you're more likely to fight some nights than other nights because they have a guy that fights, so, like, how do you balance, like, going into those games versus, I know, like, going into a game where you know nobody's going to fight you, you can focus on just hockey, Whereas, like, when you do have a tilt about to happen, kind yeah. of, you're kind of in the mixed mixed emotions where you want to play hockey, but you also know that, like, you're at one point tonight, yeah. you're, you're gonna fight, yeah. and, like, you want to be, like, you want to win. Yeah, but honestly, like, I've, that's that's not even how I think. But I, every game that I show up, like the way I play, nah, I'm a physical guy. Right. And you know, when you're a physical guy, sometimes you throw some hits of like, yo, like you need to answer for it. Right. You know, like, so that's why I make sure that every game I'm about it. Okay. Like I go into every game ready to, if it happens, like, yeah, I'm going to be ready. I, I, I can't even show up to a game. Just, I know what you mean though. Obviously there's some teams that like, the chances are like. Much way, higher. Yeah. You know, much higher. Right. But still. That, that's like the mindset that you need to have when you play that game because honestly, I think in pros, like any guy can step up. Right. And, okay, maybe not every, every guys, but like there's, there's for a sure. A lot like, of guys compared to G. Yeah, there's for sure a guy that will, you know, they're all men's there, you know. I think we're all men's at the end of the day. Like someone could, could step up. Right. Bro, I, I'm not showing up to a fight like not ready. Uh-uh. 100%. I ain't doing that. But, yeah. You know, I'm ready to take a punch in the face and give one back, like, every game. Right. So, you'd say you, you prepare for games the same way every night? You'd say, like, you go into games with, a, with, with, with like, the aspect of, I'm going to play my game, and if i got to answer the bell, I will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But for sure, I know that maybe one game, like, if I throw some type of hit, no one will come. Yeah. But, you know, you other know, games, if you there's do. A, there's other teams that are like, yeah, if you do, like, there's, there's going to be someone. Right. So like so you just you just make sure that you're ready for that that like your reaction like you're you know you're ready to for someone to come get you at any time because yeah. he's 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 and he's doing the same thing too so yeah I gotta be ready it it could happen on any shift 
All right. Well, walk us through because this is this is my this is I, I want I want you to walk us through. This is my final question. I want you to walk us through a game day. Uh, what it's like for you in a game day for the Ontario Reign because you guys have a super unique uh, uh, game day. Yeah, yeah, it is like like well, people that visit like you like it's not that cool for like when your you know your parents are coming to town and like. You know, they, they got to stay in L.A. with you. So they try to get, like, a hotel or whatever. Like, obviously close to your house. But also, they need to travel every day to watch your game. Right. And with, in L.A. traffic. Right. Because your practice rink is in L.A., it's but your game LA. rink is, in, is an hour away in Ontario. Exactly. And we live in L.A., so we practice every day in L.A. And then, yeah. so we just stay in L.A. But on game days, at home, we need to drive Right, so walk so, us through it. So you wake so, up. Yeah, you yeah, obviously you, you see, so Friday, let's say Friday, I wake up. What time? Uh, depends. If we're on the ice at nine, like usually we have to show up for seven. So like I'll wake up at like six ten, maybe six ten, six fifteen. Okay, whatever. I go to the rink. I gotta be there by like seven. Seven a.m. Seven. Seven. Okay. So obviously, like you know, you do your shake, you have a little breakfast. You know, you chill. There's like a video, and then there's a warm up, and then you go on the ice. You do the morning skate, boom. So after the morning skate, we were driving right away to Ontario because there's no traffic at this time. Oh, okay. So your morning skate is at the practice rink. It's at our practice rink in LA. Okay. And then after our morning skate, boom. Go to Ontario. We go to Ontario right away because if you wait like two more hours, like you're done. Traffic. Oh, you're so done. Right. Like, you're not making it to the game pretty much. So, okay. You're making it to the game. Yeah. Late. Late. <laughs> So, anyways, so we drive right away. So there's no traffic. So it takes us like about like forty five minutes. Okay. You know. So we go there and then we have a pregame meal at our hotel. So we we get a like a day room. So pregame meal, pre pregame nap at the hotel. At the hotel, and then from the hotel you, you just go to the game. Then after the game, we drive back to uh, L A. Or if we play back to back. We just stay at the hotel. And the team and the team covers the hotel. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's uh that's insane. That's an insane game day routine, dude. The fact that you guys play far away. But it's nice that you get to live in LA on Hermosa oh, Beach. That's a thing reap the benefits of that. You know, you do it like once a week, but the rest of the week, on your days off or whatever, you're in LA. Like you get to live and enjoy it. You know, LA. Yeah. 100%. But yeah, but your game day routine is a little bit, you know, rough. All right. Well, that's it. That's it. That's all I got for you, bro. Is there anything you want to say or no? Anything extra? No, man. Uh, it's good to be here. <laughs> all right. I covered it all. But Kanji Mama, the first ever pro guy on the buzz spot. Thanks for coming on. And uh, yeah. Hold it to the ear, dog. Think about what I've been through. I can make a tear fall. They night with them young and shoes. Creepin' kill the kill, dog. We don't do that internet beef, and that's what bitches thought. Howin' all the space, so they hatin' they can't do it all. I can make your bitch eat my kids every drip drop. I come from the trenches, we can't come outside and flip flops. I done came so far, sitting on the floor, watching the tip off. All the baby goose scroll up. Switch it up, and I went global. Can't play around, I had to grow up Check out my neck, hell of a glow up These niggas capping that shit blow up My dog rapping, hope he blow up 
I need my chicks without no hold-ups I put my city on my shoulders I told the truth in every story that I told them I fuck around and showed them I put my all into this shit I worked so hard to get my wrist It broke my heart, but I didn't quit I had the ball with no assist I got them all on my drip Go with this move, we gon' get flipped Yeah, I had to hustle for a meal yeah. And now I'm hustling in these gyms Gay-jockin' D2 on the heels Whenever they call, I let them hit Them lawyers say I gon' lift they spirit Them niggas know I keep it real yeah. Sometimes I feel like the floor is giving down on me I work so hard, but I can't stop they depend on me I try to holler, she been talk when I am friend on me I see through all in my life flawless, need no lens on me Scroll up, switch it up and I went global Can't play around, I had to grow up Check out my neck, hell of a glow up these niggas capping that shit blow up My dog rapping, hope he blow up I need my chicks without no hold-ups I put my city on my shoulders I told the truth in every story that I told them I fuck around and showed them